What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been, a, it's it's been a, a couple shows. It's, it's a voice that I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> I know. My mom actually said, you weren't on the last couple shows. You sure you're still on the podcast? <laughs> and I said, we're about ready to find out. I about to say, yeah, we had a, let's see, the... Which ones have you not been on? The so, review, so the, the, the five cigars where I wasn't feeling well, and I thought the five cigars in one night would be a bad idea. That would have put you a little over the top. I yeah. think so. I'm and glad then, you guys. It seemed like you had still a pretty good cast for that. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had uh, Joe on there, first time hearing from Joe, which is the, I love Joe. Uh, the uh, manager of our Conway shop. And then we also had uh, Kevin in his uh, very bad audio, which I've now been told, and I'm sorry for yes. <laughs> for everybody that. We're fixing that. We're working on that. Trust That's, me, of yeah. all the things that annoy me, yes, that is the number one so, thing. So, first of all, so, a couple things. I, I take that. full blame for that. We um, we appreciate feedback 100. So everybody yes. who provided us feedback went out of their way to not. You're not gonna, you're not going to hurt my feelings, right? To try to not hurt our feelings, yeah. We treat feedback as gold. Yes. And because if we don't know. We don't know. But while editing, I knew. He did. <laughs> but it was just like, so, so a bunch of people were really gentle about us. And then I finally had to say to everybody, listen, if something's wrong, you need to tell yeah, us. Yeah, there, I am a grown-ass man. You're not going to hurt my feelings when it comes to something that I try to be as professional as I fucking can be yeah, nope. on that. You so, do really good on the sound quality. Yeah, I, so. you do. I know you put a lot of effort in, and yeah. pride into that. And and it wasn't up to our quality, no. so oh, our, God, to no. your standards. No. But, you but know, we're we, fixing it. we have stuff in the pipeline to fix that, yep. but... Uh, but now it's just you and I, so... Yeah, tonight it's you and I for a little bit, and then we're going to do a second half of a, is a review. Yeah, yeah, we're going to bring in... Uh, I've got Josh. a secret cigar. Yeah, we're going to bring in Which Josh. I haven't selected Yeah, yet. we're going to bring in Josh for a little secret stuff. So we're going to do like a yeah. two shows in one. But for the first half of the show, uh, we're smoking a Crux Bull and Bear yeah. Marblehead. So a couple things, a couple reasons for this. This is my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you always, every week, a uh, little inside baseball go, what the hell you want to smoke? And I usually make you picks. Yeah. You actually, uh, yeah, you actually gave me, and you, you usually, you're usually like, I don't care. But this one, you actually gave me two I options. Just, and I, I just, was just like, barked okay. it out. Um, because I thought of our friend, uh, Sam Ventura. Oh man. I bet he's and loving. I've the, been uh, following his Instagram, <laughs> um, because I know they've been struggling down in Austin and thinking of our brothers and sisters in Texas right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Um, obviously us in Arkansas, we, we got it bad too, but Texas is struggling right now. Yeah. And so this cigar is an honor of all of our Texas brothers and sisters of the leaf, but in tick in particular of Sam, Sam <laughs> <clears throat> because, uh, first of all, I love Sam. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the coolest human beings alive. Um, but he has been making um, he's been making lemonade out of lemons, yeah. and I enjoy his Instagram posts um, because he is first of all hilarious. But he, um, he's he's one of our favorite reps. Oh, he's um, so cool. He's one of our favorite guests that we've had on. He's been yeah. on a couple other shows as well. I think we, we, we bring out the best in him. That's just think, a personal well, I, bias. I, I, I think Sam is an interesting <laughs> person, and I'm, I'm glad. I know he was on a couple of the shows, mm-hmm. and I like those shows, and I think he did well. But he was funnier on our show. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is an honor, first of all, of Sam and his girlfriend, yes. who is um, attractive. Yes. And also looks like she shares his sense of humor. 
Um, but uh, so I, I thought of him all week. I've also thought of Greg and Matt and TB uh-huh. and Noop so, and all those guys well, who Ian are struggling. Is, Ian is now down Ian in Houston. Ian is down in Houston. Yeah. Um, Texas is um, struggling. The, the South. The, the South, we don't, like, you and I, you're from the North, Midwest, whatever you want to call it. Right. I'm from the Midwest. We're used to it. We are now, we're not Southerners, but we li- we've we lived in the South for a while. Long I've enough. lived in the South for, you know, 20 yeah. years. Um, we are not set up for the type of snow and winter weather no. that we got. We got wrecked. Got uh, wrecked. This past week. I mean, like, wrecked bad. Texas got it worse you than we you, did. You didn't know if you are going to be here tonight because... Yeah, yeah I texted you. Road. We went out yesterday. Ice. We live in a in a well developed neighborhood, but it's off off of a beaten path a little bit. It's a big ass hill. It's a big ass hill with a bridge and uh-huh. a whatever. And so we went out yesterday. We hadn't been out all week. I hadn't pulled the car out of the garage since Sunday when I saw you last week. Um, and uh, so I pulled out and wasn't thinking much about it because I'm used to driving in the snow. Got. About halfway on my little any in, road, uh-huh. and uh, there were seriously there were ten twelve cars, including a couple F F one fifty F two fifty trucks that were buried in the ditch. Yeah, there was one path. It was really struggled, and when we came back, we weren't sure we were going to get back to our house. Uh, struggled to get into my garage again. Um, they, I was just texted by the wife that uh, they plowed our street for the first time in a week. That, I mean, so, so they haven't touched gonna, it. So now you're going to have like a giant mogul you have to go over. Yeah, driveway. I'm not as worried about that. Um, I shoveled a little bit, I, I, but <laughs> yes, possibly. We had, to be honest with you, slushed up the street pretty good. So we've yeah. gotten a lot of that off. So it, And it starts to melt. But Texas, man, Texas uh, was been on herfs with, yeah. uh, like, I know Noop was without power for a while. I know yeah. Greg wasn't, but I know um, Matt oh, has oh got Lord. some water issues. Is he going to get like a $20,000 electric bill? Some of those folks, I mean, I, I was seeing, I, I don't know how you go through rolling blackouts and then you have the the testicle, testicular veritude or whatever the, the hell. testicular fortitude? Yeah, to send somebody a $7,000 power oh bill. Oh my God. Like, th- I mean, that's just one, the gall. That's one thing I've learned. It's like, Texas is the whole thing, like, don't mess with Texas, so they're straight up like, we're on our own kind of thing. They can't give power to people, but they also can't receive receive power from people. Right. So they are like double fucked and just like, yeah. Ugh. And it, we live in a very political society now, so of course everybody's rushing in to say it's the other side's uh-huh. fault, and and I don't want to play any of that. But yeah, they they it's do the wind, not, It's the wind's fault. It is the wind's fault. <laughs> and then I had a bunch of people say it was the coal's fault, and I I, I don't particularly care. Um, I know Arkansas seemed to do a little better we didn't, than Texas. We, we didn't do better. And I, I had somebody who knows better, who's connected in the energy mm-hmm. business, say that's because we're in the Southwest power pool. Yeah. So therefore, we share with other states, and so there's a there's some yeah, load like balancing. We share like with Louisiana and some other Oklahoma stuff. Yeah. And, and, and Iowa and stuff. Um, and that seems like a good plan to me. Yeah. Um, but... I'm a healthcare guy, so I don't actually know this. Yeah. So to take my word for for what it means, which is nothing on this. Well, it's like so. I just know Texas struggled. I also know that it was cold as fuck oh, this week. Yeah. Holy shit! 
Like I don't this, know. This, I, have you smoked a cigar in a week? I well, I have my garage, so I've smoked oh, yeah, maybe right. four right. or five cigars in, since Sunday. See, I, I I've never smoked in my garage. I'm just like strictly outdoors kind of thing because Mo doesn't want me to you know pop that cherry. Like yeah, she's she's still a little irritated me that I smoked in my truck and I've already done that because now it's yeah it's done. She's but. just irritated. She you can stop there. <laughs> I just irritated her. <laughs> um, but yeah, this like I haven't smoked in like a week. I I. I shoveled my driveway with the equivalent of a garden hoe. Um, nice Thursday. You're so you're so sore northern. Northern. God, I got rid of fucking everything. Um, so I had I had a. No, uh, I have a shovel. I have an actual shovel. You know, so. so I had a I had a roofing shovel, which is about a foot and a half tall because it's made for like scraping off shingles. Shingles, right? It just was not made for snow, but I made it work. Yeah. But uh, I smoked uh, AJ Fernandez uh, Dia. The glorious, something like that, I believe. Yeah, I think that sounds um, right. Fucking amazing scar. Yes. Um, I wish while I, you were shoveling, while I was shoveling. Um, but yeah, like we we never lost power. Did you lose power? No. I I think my parents lost power for a little bit. Um, you know, Saline County's in a water boil right now, but I'm not part of it. It's more like Benton and everything. But uh, Ian, so he left um, here last Sunday. Is he was going to Houston to go to MD Anderson for a stem cell treatment. Yeah. Um, gets down there, his appointment Monday canceled right away. So he's like, all right, well I'll spend, he's, he's, he was staying with a, a friend down there. They lost power. Um, they ended up just going ahead and admitting him into the hospital. And that was the best thing because you're not, they're not going to lose power at MD Anderson. So he, he didn't really lose power or anything, yeah. but he's just been stuck at MD Anderson where he can start treatment and stuff. So that is going to be his home for the next three months, I guess. Wow. But, uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I, lo- I didn't lose power. I got hot water. <laughs> I was like, it's yeah. like, yeah, but you're having to go through stem cell stuff. Seems so like that's uh, the downside. It to does it. seem a little downside. There's, there's the ebb and flow <laughs> of right. everything. Yeah. They, um, Greg was thinking, uh, with the heat didn't lose power in Lubbock because he's mm-hmm. on, uh, he's near a new hospital mm. and they're certainly there. You got to prioritize hospitals. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. just no question about it. I know. I mean, our, our data center and I know other data centers were struggling because there, there was, it wasn't like rolling blackouts. There were like the whole grid was out of power yeah. and th- there was like a gas shortage. Couldn't get gas trucks in. And there were data centers that were down. Yeah. Well, like we talking got to my sister today and the company she works for, um, the data center was down a couple of times and they, their systems weren't up. They're a huge company. Really? We now we made it through. I imagine that causes a problem down the line for somebody. <laughs> People lose their jobs. You mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I, we don't, uh, my account doesn't have, Dallas is a very popular and Houston less so, yeah. but Dallas is a very popular data center because it's inland enough. Houston's not so, yeah. and you can guess why. Hurricanes, yeah. um, it, yeah. it's <laughs> right. It's not as popular of a data center. It used to be, but then they had a couple hurricanes because actually the company Paul and I worked for used to have a data center in Houston, and then that stopped. I, I tell you what, like I've. I've enjoyed, I enjoy snow. I grew up with a good winter and snow. Like I've always liked a good one, but like two days in, like I was over it because the thing is, yeah, I blamed you online, but like you got to think like where we're from, you realize we got some of the, we got the the highest snow count in the region ever in, in Arkansas, but no, of this snowstorm, this little band, like uh, the I 30 band Mm -hmm. was like 20, 24 inches. You and I got the most. Yeah. We got, we got a lot. And I, fully blame you <laughs> but like because you said oh so it'll be fun you said that on it sunday would, it would be fun 
But what I, what I realized is Chicago is set up for it. KC is set up for it. St. Louis set up for it. Little Rock, not, not set up for it. Yeah, they were sending trucks from Northwest Arkansas. I heard this on Friday. They're sending trucks from Northwest Arkansas down here to Central Arkansas when they were done clearing the streets up there so that they could add up. That's probably the one that just cleared my street, mm. some truck from Northwest Arkansas. Um, so, yeah, it was tough. Um, I mean, obviously, we make light. of. I mean, a week of us not smoking cigars, not a big deal. Yeah. There's people losing their lives down in Texas. It's been, this is brutal. This is, yeah. um, to say that we were not prepared for the absolutely historical, historic frigid air. You wonder about some of those cigar shops that were... Well, uh, in the power and then with the cold, I, well, I th- I'm sure I think, they're fine. I think they were, from what I was reading, what like from friends in the industry and stuff, the power that that was lost, it was lost more for residential and not so much for commercial uh, because the same thing happened here where up in Conway, um, like Joe stayed the night, a couple nights up in Conway. Brandon slept here for two nights just in case we did lose power so he could, you know, hook up the generator to the humidor keep that circulating stuff like that. But uh-huh. I guess their, their main thing was like, they don't want the businesses to lose power because with, when you do that, you lose your security ADT or whatever. And then that's where you get break-ins and shit like that. But yeah. I mean, it's yeah. 100% like cities just weren't fucking prepared for what happened. Yeah. What was happening. I mean, I thought we were going to get last I saw, or the first time I saw it was like half an inch to an inch. That is enough to shut down little rock. It is. But for what we actually got... For the record, we're really hilly. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, we got to think. We we butt up to the Ozarks, and we're just, like, on the other side of the Delta. So it's just yeah. kind of... We're in that... We're in a weird zone. Yeah. But, but it, so everybody goes, oh, you're, you know, you don't know how to drive in the snow. And I said, uh, I'll challenge you to drive in the snow on the hills, mm-hmm. um, because that changes the game, yeah. right? We were lucky. We were fortunate, because Pine Bluff got it worse, because mm-hmm. we didn't really get ice, we just got snow. We got a little bit, but yeah, but no, like, nothing but like that caused problems. Closer to Delta style, yeah, it's just like a, a nice inch layer of ice, and, and then, then snow on top of then that. Snow on top oh, of that. Yeah, fuck. Pine that. Bluff got really bad. They got they got wrecked over there. So but this, I will say, what this has done though is I am fully one hundred percent on board inside the cult of Subaru, like. This snowstorm that we got, I have fallen even more in love with the Outback. Like you can see why Subaru is a like a thirty-eight time World Rally Champion car because I felt secure, snug. Like I was playing a little bit on the highway because I was the only motherfucker out there on I four forty. Like there was nobody, and there's like snow everywhere. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. So I mean, it is. It's it is a very good car, and so the funny part is the. Um, you know, a lot of the cars that have trouble are the mm-hmm. ones that those people think they're built for snow. Oh, yeah, the big jacked up trucks, <laughs> the two fifties, and the in the in the Yukons, and those those don't actually hold those well in snow. It's yeah. actually the lower uh, center of gravity SUVs that for, do a lot better yeah, yeah. Um, because they 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 tend to handle <laughs> a little bit better. My wagon, your wagon, your uh, yeah, your family wagon, dude. Let me tell you, like, no, it does. Well, and, and come insurance time. 
it's a fucking wagon, so it's even better. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, the funny part is uh, the Volvos and some of that stuff, those things actually are really good in the snow. Oh, yeah. Like, we, I mean, we had a Volvo beforehand, and yeah. it didn't snow, but, well, like, love, love it. But, uh, but the best way is to move far, far enough south, which at this point seems like Florida. Um, <laughs> Florida, yeah. Florida was like <laughs> My dad, uh, I like talked 80? to my dad today, and he was bitching that it was 75 and windy. Oh, my God. He goes, it feels like 50. And I said... Uh, okay. See, I want to go the exact opposite. Because we're happy that it feels like 30. I, today was 50, and it was nice. Like, I didn't even yeah. really need need my hoodie. Um, but, like, I I, I, I want to go the opposite way to, like, Pacific Northwest, where it's just rainy all the time, because that's my weather. Gray no, and rainy. Fucking A. Yeah, you Love are it. gray and rainy. Hey, that's that's my personality as well, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's been exciting. I, I know... Um, so I've been on a couple of herfs with uh, Noop, uh, Stephen, um, who we're going to have on the podcast next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm super fired up. The timing could not be better because oh my god, something happened this week that he was connected with. Yes. And I... That is just the coolest thing ever. Is that all you want to tease it with? Because... Well, I mean, we're there's a fall, million things. We're going to fall into a rabbit hole next week. Um, first of all, we're going to record for seven hours next week because Stephen is um, the, one of the coolest dudes you're ever going to meet. First of all, one of my... One of my, yeah, we've we've known Stephen for about three or four months, and uh, he's just him and I have fallen pretty quickly into fast friendship, and he is just he's just a cool dude. Uh, you, I think you're all gonna really. He's interesting. He's smart. Um, he's articulate. I think you're gonna love him, but he is with NASA. Yes, and so um, uh, he's gonna have a million stories to tell about they're, that. Plus, he's a he's a, a phenomenal leader. He's uh-huh. really the next one in the leadership uh, podcast series, and he's just a cool dude. Smart, and he's a great smart. Smart, smart is yeah. That's almost a, like a disservice. You're smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm smart. There's us smart. Yeah. Then there's NASA smart. <laughs> there's Stephen smart. I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Stephen is uh, really smart. But he's also articulate. He's really, he's, um, I love when he tells stories about uh, the space stuff. Uh Uh, I also want to love, him and I have talked all the time about leadership stuff. He is, um, he's a good leader. He's a great leader. And so uh, I'm going to tease Stephen, tease the Stephen version of the podcast next week. I think he is um, perfect timing Mm because we fucking landed on Mars. We did. Like a helicopter. (laughs) A helicopter. Oh, that's so cool. Is it, is it, uh, and the pictures are amazing. Is it uh, Perseverance? Or, yeah, Perseverance. And his curiosity was already there, right? Yeah. We were curious before. Now we're, we're serious. We're, we're going to persevere. Dude. So uh, so next week, Steven, pretty I, cool. I mean, I grew up going to space camp and all that kind of stuff. So this is, I mean, He's, if 10-year-old me, whoops, if 10-year-old me could know that I had a cigar podcast talking to somebody that was yeah. involved with that. So he was part of the Little Rock group. Uh-huh. He came in on Saturday, so he, uh-huh. we didn't record with him, and he, and we wanted to get him on. So this is the first chance we have to do and that, that. Yeah, and we, and we knew that that was going to be a standalone. That's its own show. So, everything. But he was up there on Saturday. He is uh, he, awesome. So yeah. um, we landed on Mars <laughs> again. 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 I know. Don't tell me uh, that your problem is not overcomable. Because we landed on Mars again. <laughs> well, uh, you know, maybe if I had the ba- the budget of NASA too. Um, yeah, it's but. just cool stuff. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, si- well, since you were able to like stay in during Snowmageddon. Yes. Um, what, Snowmageddon what, 2021, did, did, please. Did you, did, what, it's Snowvid. 
Snowvid. Snowvid 2021. Um, did you smoke anything new? Because I, I honestly, I haven't smoked I, anything like in so the past I, week. I smoked a couple things. I smoked, um, uh, first of all, I've uh, been smoking some Viaje uh, Super Shot. Ooh, oh, that's gauge. right. You got those in. I had one today. How, would you, that was your first one, right? Well, I've, um, the one I smoked this week was not my first one. It was about my fifth one. Um, I'm really liking those. Yes, they those are, are really good. nice short smokes. You got the 10 was, gauge? Yeah, because they were out of the 12 gauge. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's such a slight difference. Yeah. Those are excellent smokes, and I've really been enjoying the VIs. Now, not the VIs you like, I, I don't <laughs> think, because, um, but that is that's a really the, that's excellent. That's the BDSM part of me. Yeah, it is. I like those. Um, and now, what was the cigar that um, Nick liked that rated the number one the me the it wasn't the mule kick it was the of um from the eye no it was from uh i don't know i'm I'm the i'm the fucking cigar guy you are the cigar guy but i smoked that it was the one that came out at the end of the year that everybody was raving about and nick made his number one cigar and i smoked it and it was amazing I don't know. Let's look. Now, on. I also smoked a La Creme. Dude, that is good. Oh, damn. That's the understatement of the year. Now, it was a gift for me because mm-hmm. I haven't been able to find them. So thank you, uh, uh, John, right, he, who, uh, who, hooked, who hooked us up on those. I had it, man, um, I'd had one of those before and liked it. Oh yeah, yeah. Tacoma John gave you. Gave Tacoma you John gave yep. me, and um, but I had smoked. I smoked it this time on a clean palate, so mm-hmm. it was probably the first or second cigar I smoked coming out of not feeling well, and so I thought to myself, you know, I'm gonna make that like the. I'm gonna make that an early cigar. Oh, <laughs> it was ridiculously good. It's so like that's a Maduro and like a strong that. It's not overpowering, but it's rich. So it's like, so it's, rich. It's like a oh, buttery, it's beautiful. It's like a buttery steak. Just yeah. oh, so that's lovely. a good description. And I love the 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 Vitola too. Yeah. That like really sharp torpedo. Yeah. Um. Fucking love it. That's a. So we're. That's on the the that's on the list of things that we're going to be bringing in shortly. Oh really? Yeah. So I have a new sound when I hit the mic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which is nice a little change up on on things just trying yeah. out because like mm-hmm. i said at the first i'm 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 kind of anal when it comes to i know the recording side so i'm trying something new so I'm excited about that i've not been buying a lot of cigars um trying to because i bought so many in december i've been trying to smoke up what i've got um have you gotten any mail this week no, like all the I mail. I have like four or five packages. All the mail has stopped in Little Rock. Like they, they stopped Wednesday and they go back Monday, I believe. It's been I didn't get any I didn't get any mail all week. That just means no junk mail and no flyers and stuff like that. I don't I don't think I have any cigars out there. Um, I have two packages from L C C and a package from um, another cigar place. See the the one the one time that I thought I had cigars is when I busted my ass going down yeah. the stairs. So um, I know how's you know, how's the how's the ankle doing or foot doing? Man, it still hurts. But uh, you're getting old. I am getting old. Um, but you got a good video of it. It's, it's not really that good a video because I've seen the video. It's 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 good audio. 
I didn't. Well, I couldn't hear because of the uh, thing. But yeah, I, I, I would. The, 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 the. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was funny because like I haven't seen any of the guys up here uh, at the lounge in a week because I didn't work Thursday because we we're closed. Um, but I get there and I can hear Red and Big Dog talking, and they're like snickering and they're looking at me. I'm like, what? And they say it again. I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers! They're talking about the video because I guess uh, Red heard Mo t- saying like you need to go to the doctor kind of thing. So I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that you listened to the show. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't listen to the show either. So yeah. Mo so, said you should go to the doctor. So one, one of the questions last week was like, what is something that I can do right now to drastically improve my life? And she, without missing a beat, she was like, go to the doctor. I was like, all right, thanks mom. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they're for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know her. She's usually right. She is. So I just. She's usually right. I still haven't made a doctor's appointment yet. It's, things have been closed. I haven't been able to make it. Always an excuse. <laughs> always an excuse. Yeah, always, always something. So, yep. So uh, pretty excited about that. We also have, uh, I saw you put out a poster. You told me more quickly because I've been off social media. Yes. That asking for ideas uh-huh. for guests. And we have several guests lined up. Yes. We have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Please. Do you know how much shit Cigar Aficionado took from their fans because of the latest issue with him on it? For what purpose? He's not a cigar smoker. Like he says, like in the article, like I don't smoke cigars. It was more like a peddling of like pushing tequila and shit. Like people were pissed. And oh, I can really? I can see where they come come from because it's a cigar magazine. So if you're gonna if your main article is gonna be have your main article be about a guy who smokes cigars at least. Do you not agree? The Rock is pretty cool. I know The Rock is awesome. Like I like his movies. <laughs> okay, but I also think he's cool personally. Yeah, but also like if you're gonna be on Cigar Aficionado, you're not on like Tequila Times Weekly. I mean, at least is there a tequila times weekly? I don't know. That would be a lot of tequila. Like I don't, I don't like tequila. I mean, there might it might be. No, is there like a gin monthly? I'll be all about that. I know, I know you would. The guys give me so much shit for liking gin too. Yeah, like it's a nonstop just blast of gin, gin. No, but yeah, but anyways, uh, so The Rock is not going to be a guest because honestly, uh, I, we couldn't afford it. Right. <laughs> like, That's true. That's right. We couldn't afford it. Um, we can afford the people who want to do this shit for free. Yes. That's what we We're do. excited. That you went through the list of guests last week and uh, yeah, we've got some, we've got we like obviously got Steven. Five, who, five or six other ones we have. Um, I don't really want to say them yet. Okay. I just want to. But some cool ones. Yeah, we got some cool ones coming up. And if you have somebody who you think would be interesting to talk with, and I know Leanne is saying me, 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 right? <laughs> if she's listening, um, then let us know. I told her, I told her, bring it. She was like, I, I won't drink as much next time. And I told her, I was like, honestly, you should drink more. You should drink more. I, do- I doubled down. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. She, um, um, she was awesome. <laughs> she actually swore enough to where I stopped. That's hard to do. <laughs> I know. Is it? Oh yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I, yeah, I did. I do do see that one again uh, coming up. But uh, yeah, so we got some cool stuff lined up. Um, we do got some more reviews coming up. Uh, I do. I do think, and I'm going to throw you a curveball now that oh. we need to reimagine the music stuff. I know we haven't got to the last album yet. Uh, yeah, we've 
we, I don't think we've done a music in what five, six weeks. I don't even remember what we gave you. You gave me MF Doom, oh, and I right. gave you Alabama Shakes. That's right. That's right. So, are you? Are you? Do you want to try to like bust it out right now? I'd have to go relook. I've listened to it three or four times. <laughs> been, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. MF Doom wasn't one of my favorite. He was the sound effect guy. Yeah, the he, the sample, with the weird the with the weird stuff. samples and the that stuff, and you just go. It was interesting um, once, and then twice you go, okay, great. Kind of weird. It's a concept album. It's like Frank Zappa uh, met a sound machine. I saw that, uh, speaking of music, um, Alex Winter. He is um, from Bill and Ted. Okay. I don't know if he's Bill or Ted. I always forget. Um, But he just directed a movie about uh, Zappa that is getting like some really good reviews and stuff. Keanu Reeves. It's Ted Theodore Logan and Bill S. Preston Esquire. Okay. So I think Bill, one of them is. I think Bill is is Keanu. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. I feel ashamed. Like, you should be ashamed. I'm not. I, I love I'm Keanu. not ashamed. Yeah, like, you do. I've, I've said like Keanu is America's national yeah. treasure. I, I know you have. I'm not ashamed in any way. Um, <laughs> no, anyways, I that that's a documentary like about on, about Frank Zappa. About, about Frank Zappa, Zappa yeah. is is amazing uh, and and is somewhat um, misjudged because of some of the quirky nature of some of his songs. Yeah, but he he musically was genius. And it, it's that music that is it's not for everybody because I, I mean, I'm a big Zappa can, fan. Can you put Zappa in a box? No. No, it, that's it's a he box. intentionally did it's, that. It's a box in in a box in a box. It's fusion with rock with jazz. Yeah, with yeah some other stuff. Yeah, but they talk about being on stage with Frank. Gosh, who was it? A big time guitarist was talking about being on stage with Frank, and he said it was one of the most challenging things ever because you had to pay attention to Frank at all times because Frank was liable to take a left turn at any time. And he said <laughs> Frank was so demanding as a leader it was like being on stage with prince really so he was that that <sighs> demanding and that good so it was cool i love uh zappa's kid ahmad oh, uh yeah. um uh has a show on volume where he talks to heavy metal people talk to uh mm-hmm. um talk to uh sharon osborne yeah told stories about how people just shit their pants around sharon osborne because they're so scared of her um and uh uh, which was great. Oh, did, uh, did you ever watch that show? Uh, whenever the Osborne show, the Osborne show. No, like you get you def. I watched it a little bit. Oh no, people like big time producers are like afraid of her. You definitely know, like yeah, you don't. You don't. It's not Aussies. It's it's her. Yeah, it's Sharon. Oh yeah, and that they they would act all tough, and then she'd come on the phone, mm-hmm. and then they'd all like oh yeah, they'd let wet themselves. Oh yeah, and so um, which is great, but uh, in in. Johnny gave me, did you watch the thing that was the fall of 1991? I don't know. Which was, there's a Rick Beato thing that's the fall of 1991 on YouTube. I encourage everyone to go watch it. It talks about six albums that were released in the fall of 1991, starting with Metallica and going through uh, Mm. Jane's Addiction and others and uh, Pearl Jam and... I'll have to look. I'll, and it's, it's on YouTube? Like, it's on YouTube. Rick Beato is. Okay, yeah, is, I'll have to check that out. Um, Johnny, Johnny and I go back and forth. He also does, uh, he reviews the top 10, top 20, top 50 of current music from a producer's point of view, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, which is great because he does the one with uh, WAP on it. 
God. And he goes, okay, here's the song. Bup, 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 bup. There's nothing there. But then there's other songs like Justin Bieber or some other songs. And he goes, wow, listen to the change there. And then he will talk about the change in the music. And it's interesting to hear somebody who's a musician talk about music in a way that isn't saying, I like this or I don't like this. That's an interesting change. Listen to that chord progression. That's that's unique. That's different. I, I found this one guy on YouTube. Yeah, you sent me that guy. That guy was cool. The the old composer. Yeah, that old composer Dude, guy like, was great. And the way he breaks down yeah. stuff. Oh, like, it's good. Now it was now it was not music that I listened to, mm-hmm. so it wasn't really relatable to me. But I still watched three or four of them because it was interesting the way that he broke it down mm-hmm. and just like seeing him draw jot down the notes and everything and then he talks about it and just like mm. he's just like a like i would like to actually just sit and talk to him for you know a while just about whatever i mean because that's be, your music those are those are artists it, you it seems to be a lot of it mine um yeah. but like i he, didn't know any of the artists he did i mean i've actually found a few also i think the one that i sent you was like a unleash the archers and yeah. like straight up power metal just like just Huge. That girl's got a huge voice. Oh, dude. So Britney slays Hayes. Oh, like, yeah. like impressive I, voice. Oh my god. Like, couldn't listen to it, but um, <laughs> like a bunch. Her voice. But her voice is oh, big time. Just, I, I, we were driving to CVS or something last week, and I put that on there, and Mo was like, "What is this?" I was like, "This is just straight fucking power metal." Right. Right. No, not fucking around. No yeah. subtly. No. Let me it, just kick you in the nuts repeatedly. Was, and she was like, "I like it." I was like, "Yes, I do too." Yeah. Shit, this yeah is awesome. you gotta be in the mood for that. Oh, I mean, you gotta think like that's how. There's I, no cuddle in that. I get. <laughs> like I'm gonna slap you around. And right. No. On you. No. It's 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 a straight punch to the throat. Yeah. But her voice is amazing. Dude. And he talks about it, mm-hmm. and it was great. And I love people like that. There's actually a couple of guitar people who who play. And there's a guy who does songwriting, where he talks about the 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 way a song is constructed. Yeah, I still think the coolest one is Rick Beato breaking down Elton John, um, uh, the song about space. Oh. Yeah, space. Um, Rocket Man? Rocket Man. And he talks about how how he reverses chords and he goes up and down with mm-hmm. his voice to perfectly match the reversing of chords. And you just go, I would have never understood why I liked that the progression so much, but there you go. That's why. And he, he, yeah. he shows and he goes, that's genius. You no, know? I mean, when you can get somebody who A, writes music or composes or yeah. produces and they can talk about music that's not really in their genre as well where they can you might not like the lyrics you might not not like the stylization but you can you know learn something from it and attribute something that you know and like man they what they did to this was was really good yeah like i found a a a guy um i don't know his name he goes by mf doom yeah something, something like that but what he does is he turns old school or he turns video game soundtracks into lo-fi beats. Oh. So it was just like, it's so relaxing and chill. That'd like be cool. he, he did an album of just like um, Zelda songs from oh, cool. all different games. And it was just like, oh my God, I can't fucking believe it. Yeah, that'd and be it, pleasing. Oh, it's so I'm not cool. a Zelda fan, but to think about like Donkey Kong or something oh, like that. And he does, he does Mario. He does yeah, uh, see, he did like be, a Pokemon be, one. I mean, it's just like, wow, this is like... This is nice. Like... One thing that gets lost in, say, like anime is the soundtracks. 
Like look at uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champaloon. So or- first of all, Cowboy Bebop is, to me, mm-hmm. the music on that is is just amazing. Oh yeah, I mean it's I just mean, that's it's that totally awesome. That's that jazzy, oh. lo-fi, that underground bebop kind of stuff. First of all, uh, Cowboy Bebop as anime is off the hook. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I think because you and I, we're both anime fans. I, I don't like it as much as you do, so yeah. I, I have to get sucked in on the story, but I love Cowboy I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. The Venn diagram for me, it's, <laughs> it's like fucked fucking up. weird, man. <laughs> right, right. You got Aaron, right. the, the sports broadcast, the skateboarder, the metalhead, the cigar guy, the wood guy, anime fan. It's just like... Right. Like I, I have so I, I'm like the the Boy Scout of sashes. I have so many fucking just. You are, <laughs> right, the Boy Scout of sashes. <laughs> That's a, I'm just I'm gonna think about that more. The yes, I'm gonna come up with something a little less flattering I, for I ne- that. I never did Boy Scouts. So <laughs> right? Do they wear sashes? They wear patches, I believe. I didn't. Well, they wear sashes. Or is that Girl Scouts? It might I be Girl, Girl Scouts. Scouts. <laughs> I was going with Girl Scouts. <laughs> I think Boy Scouts does do patches. I don't know. I know that. I, fuck. I don't know. I that was. I never did that. Yeah. So, uh, so we're we're going to um, we're going to call it here. Next week is going to be Noop, and uh, then but we're going to call it here, and then we're going to do a review of Mark's mystery cigar. Yeah, we what don't will know. it be? Because Mark doesn't know what it's going to be. So how how would you know? <laughs> Okay, so it's going to be something. So what we in my humidor? It's something that you have. What do you have? That three of three of. I'm going to say because we're actually going to record to, to timestamp it. We're going to record two days from now. Two days from because now. we're doing a lot of recordings this week. We are. I'm going to say, man, I wonder if I can hit hit it. You realize, depending on, because I haven't really happened to so say. If I say you're just going to change, it really doesn't matter. Is that I have, I have, I have three cigars in mind. Um, I'm going to say it's a Fuente of something, because you have a lot of Fuentes. I do have a lot of Fuentes. So I'm going to say it's Fuente family. It wasn't actually one of the three. Really? So I'll, I'll give you a chance to pick. You can pick. I was going to pick a super shot as one, because we haven't really done a viaje other than the birthday blend. Other than mine. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do a Chuck Ooh. Mini, Skinny Mini, uh, Skinny Mini. Oh, you have a Skinny Monster? Skinny Monster Chuck. Oh, wow. Or I was going to do one of those that Nick liked so much. The the one that I forgot the name of. <laughs> now, um, I obviously, I have other new ones, too. Well, I'd say go with that because I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Right. I, so I may, I may bring the skinny monster, skinny chuck. Because I've had the, I've had the skinny, I've had the super shot. You had the skinny chuck. Yes. Okay. So we'll do the we'll do the other one. We'll, I'll bring the, the, in the, the the questionable one. The the one that is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good that you don't even know the name. Nick's number one cigar of the year. Damn, I even have the notes on my computer somewhere. I just need to find them. I do them. too. But, uh, okay, well, what do you think about the Crux right now? So we're doing the, the Crux Bull and Bear. We're doing the Marblehead. Right. Um, it's a no- I had another reason for smoking this cigar other than I was thinking of our friend Sam. I um, really like Crux cigars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and you can you contribute it to, like, what maybe the uh, the stock market has done in the past month since, I've, since you've been on the show. It's been nice. Diamond Hands, you know, got uh, GameStop has paid nicely. 
Uh, well, if you got out in time. If you got out in time. Now it's back to like, blech. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not no. 100%, 100% sure what to make of that. Um, but it is a beautiful cigar. Crux makes great cigars. This isn't my favorite one because this isn't the Epicure Maduro. But, uh, is it Epicure Maduro your favorite? Yeah. The, the same this as is mine. my second. Yeah, I think this is my... You know what? I think this is probably tied for second because the, the Epicure Maduro is my favorite. Um, but then for my second, it's usually this one or the um, Limitada. Limitada is a good I, one. I, never I like this one too. There, it's a, The Limitada is a good cigar. Um, the Epicure Maduro is so good. Yeah, so this one is... I believe it's a Nicaraguan Piro. I couldn't find it precisely, um, but it's a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. Um, so you get that nice peppery, that nice spice. Um, and again, you know, we've we've had Crux a few times on the show. Yep. Absolutely love, we like it. I love the presentation yep. of every cigar that we sell. I believe it has the the most eye appealing yep. and it makes my job so fucking easy. It's clean, sharp lines, it, good presentation. In a world of brown, Crux stands out. Like yep. that should almost be the slogan. Like Crux, you can chip me off my ten percent, yeah. use that slogan uh, slogo. Slogan, in, Slogan. A, in a world of brown, Crux stands out. Uh, I'd point out that this is a faux double band. <laughs> and, and it's blue. It's and blue. blue. <laughs> and it's the cigar I asked Aaron to pick. I know, I know. Just think about that for a second. That's how much I like the tobacco that is rolled in this cigar. 2021, the year Mark changes from his... No, I hate blue lands, <laughs> and I hate double bands, <laughs> and I love this cigar. That's how, I guess that, that, so then you can attribute to that's just how good it is. That's how good it is. It gets you over your hatred yes. of, of, of double bands and yeah. blue. Yeah. So does it, is it a full hatred if it's a faux double band? Is it only like a half it's mark? It's 98% hatred. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much that. Okay. So when we create our own cigar, it's going to be a double banded blue label, right? As well, I mean, for the, I, for the giant inside joke. I know you're, joke, you're big on for the giant inside it joke. It has to be now. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll finish these off off air. Off air. And then we're going to get right into a review, and Josh is going to be involved. Yeah. Uh, that we don't know what we're smoking, because you know what? we're behind, you're, you're, you're peeking behind the curtain. This is behind baseball. Inside. It's behind baseball. Is it behind baseball or inside baseball? Inside baseball. See, uh, is it on the... the it, or, or am I going to die on the soapbox, or is it... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, you know, the funny part is your partner, I, I'm an analogy guy. I use analogies mm. all the time and you misuse them all the time. So, so what I do is like, I pick and choose the best parts of each one. <laughs> right. I just create my own. I'm not going to die on this soapbox. I'm not going to die on the soapbox. <laughs> I know. What, but, okay. So what is the proper term? Then? So uh, you're on your soapbox, meaning you're making a, a speech or some sort of statement, okay. or you're not going to die on this hill, meaning this is not <laughs> the hill you're going to die on. You've combined two analogies that actually could be somewhat related, but in general, Sounds don't good. refer to the same thing. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to, uh, since we're going to do a little, a little show and we're already at an hour Yep. and we're going to do, you're going to trim some of that. I'm going to trim some of this out. Uh, we're going to pick this up with a review with, uh, Josh involved where we're smoking something we don't know yet. Unnamed cigar. Unnamed cigar. It's named, but we don't know. It's named. You don't even know what it is and it's yours. I know. All right. Well, we will pick this up, uh, shortly. Sounds good. All right. 24 hours later. 
All right, a full day has passed now. <laughs> yes, significantly <laughs> later. Jeez, a Pete man. Um, Last night was um, a train wreck. A little. It was. It was a little. Um, Disorganized. Clustery. Yes, yes, that's the nice thing cool. to say. But we're um, back on, I think, a sound footing tonight. Yes. Yeah, so what we're doing is, um, so we we changed stuff on the fly yesterday. So now we had like a two shows in one. That was yesterday. Yeah. We are now back to today where we have Josh now. Yay, Josh. Because we didn't do our normal open like, hey, welcome. What, yeah, welcome what's to happening, yeah, no. boys? So we are doing a review. <laughs> so we're doing like review-ish. 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 Um, this is Mark's selection, but we're also going to, we've decided we're going to do Mark's selection next month. Yes, Correct. Because, you, because you're greedy and you just want to do them all. I'm a greedy. I think it's amateur. more in the vein of I'm lazy and don't want to pick a cigar. <laughs> so I'll cover well, down you, for Mark you on that confessed. piece. You confessed that you had not smoked a Crook of the Crown. That is correct. And from accurate. Stolen Throne, which is your number two of the year? Number two, which is Which honestly I'm gonna say was number one for you because by default, of course, the Nineho Triple Eight is always gonna be number one. So technically I'm gonna put the <sighs> crook of the crown. Yeah, bro. That number. doesn't you, flip and fly. You can't pick one. the same one every year. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually can't because there's no fucking rule. He says you can't. Really? Because we're gonna get to that later on in the show, but uh, my opinion is fact. And that's bullshit. So, well, your opinion is in fact. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see later on. Right. But this is your Tom scene. Brady is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes, right now. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, so we, we need to rectify that. You need that is simply a spectacular oh, cigar. So, you're implying my lack of having smoked the crew of the crown. Is is outrageous? It's a deficiency. I don't think you, <laughs> you yeah, need because, to rectify because it hasn't come in any of the boxes that you've gotten. Yeah, we're negative. gonna fix that. I um, ordered a ton of them today, but I have some at home. We'll fix that. An actual ton? Um, I think a metric ton and a half. A literal twenty five two thousand pounds. Twenty five. So if and when you need me to help move those into your humidor. <clears throat> I he's, can, gonna need uh, another, he's gonna need another humidor. I can I, I can assist in exchange for you know like a portion of said ton and a half. Awesome, okay. but not to bust that nut too much. Let's talk about the cigar <clears throat> we're actually doing tonight. Nice Sorry, nut. what nut are you busting at the yeah. moment exactly? 50, Fifty-six times. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Mike G. Mike G. Fifty-five is the limit. Fifty-five, 55 is the limit. You need to go to Mike G's Instagram page to get the inside and joke. watch me Monday. And watch me Monday. Well, that's gonna be a little dated this because is, I can't go back to it. Yeah, you sure you can. Instagram's forever, man. Um, uh, Daughter of the Wind. Ah, and it is the Pony Express. And who makes this? <clears throat> Castaglia. 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 Or as I say it, Casiglia. Because you do. I am a professional. You say Macanudo, <laughs> which is wrong. And Frank calls me out on all the time. Yeah, all the time, right? Macanoodles and then Padrons. Mm-hmm. The, uh, but this is... It's an interesting shape, I will it's, say. It's... If, you consider box press interesting? No, but it's like it's like what you're. What it's like a box press Lonsdale. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen like this type. It's, it's an interesting shape, which I am also a fan of. Yes, it is. It is nice. Um, cold draw, fan of that first light. Like you yeah. lit it up before me, Josh. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, this has had that that funk and that stink. Well, it's I said musty, musty. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, it's, I, and, and I it's not it. wet earth musty. It's it's I hate to, I. I've never Say it. embrace it. I have never found another cigar in which I used one of your isms, but I'm going to use it tonight. <laughs> it's old book. It is. 
It is. This it is, is the epitome of that to me. This is that library smoke. So write it down on your calendar for once I agree with you. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. So <laughs> this is uh, Nick Nax from Discord, mm-hmm. number one cigar of the year. This was a very popular cigar. It's a limited edition. Um, it is, it, and it came out, I think, late next last year. Next year. It came out late. Came out late in, next year? Next year. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Right. Um, have you had it before? Uh, I've had one. Have you, you've never had it before, right, Josh? No, I've never had it before either. This is my first I've, I've heard you guys. I heard you guys talk about it on the, uh, the top 10 podcast. Obviously I think it was on quite a few people's lists. I think, I think it was, it was a, it was a fan favorite in, in some regard, not number one, obviously, cause you know, that was the Viva, mm. I think. Uh, the overall was the Kristoff. The Kristoff, that's right. JT Signature, that's right. No, 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 not Kristoff. Uh, uh, Karloff. 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 Karloff, sorry. Karloff. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the JT too, but yep. I remember this being a, a you know, multiple mention. It was it was in there quite a few times, yep. yeah. And I've, I've, had a, I've had a Daughter of the Wind before, but I've never had this one before. And what did you say? It was Pony Express? Pony Express. Okay. So this is also to continue the theme from 24 Hours Later. Uh, Pony Express in honor of the Craig James, um, Eric Dickerson, uh, SMU teams from the 80s. Eric Dickerson, man, you're going way One back. of the greatest college football teams ever bought um, and fun to watch. And then he went to the Rams. He went to the Rams. He was great to watch in the pros as well. But thank you, my brothers and sisters in Texas right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know they're still struggling, and hopefully things are getting better. But Yeah, I got a lot of uh, a lot of friends down there, a lot of folks that I work with as well. And uh, been a lot of pipes burst. My uh, my direct manager had a pipe burst in his house, and he made the, uh, the comment to me this morning that he thinks the new water feature that's present in his house will help the resale value, <laughs> uh, which I didn't have the heart to... You know, might have an issue with that. Correct, correct. On obviously, he's my boss, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. I just, you, I just you, let him lean into you, it. You get one correction. That's not the time to use. Yeah, it, that's right? not it. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I've got that dude in my back pocket. I'm gonna save it for the <laughs> the golf course or the bar or something yeah, like that, yeah. and then uh, an off an off the clock correction. Then we'll whip that bad boy out. But yeah, yeah. But no, I'm uh, I'm, you know, enjoying this so far. I I've got a bit of a slanted burn construction wise, but the. Uh, the actual flavor smoke draw altogether is yeah. phenomenal. I, think, I, I, I think see I'm why this is a fan favorite. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I'm a fan of box press too. Oh, it's, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, box pressed all day. Uh, especially one that's as sharply box pressed as this. this is still a, a smaller this, ring gauge. This is a hard ninety, ex- except for where it's burning. It it's becoming round. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a nice like, especially up by the. Uh, by the cap, like that's like sharp edges. Box mm-hmm. press, yeah, almost needs a punch, but I did do a straight cut and yeah. it cut perfectly fine. Yeah, but I did a, I did a straight as well. Um, I love the band. I love the artwork. The imagery is real nice. Is that I almost need like a magnifying glass because there is so much detail? Is that flamingos on there? What is that? It looks like flamingos to me. Let me see if I can get a picture and blow it up of some kind. But it's very, uh, very classic. Sort of uh, maybe even a little Gatsby ish, yeah. Know, some yeah. of that Art Deco. Thing yeah, it's got there. the That's horse. It's going to go Art Deco. The, clearly, so, yeah. the pony is the main part of the band, but then the uh, flamingos is the side, sort of repeating 
sort of uh, graphic. And that's a big pony. That's a fucking stallion. Like a the name of it's the like, cigar is Pony Express. Know, but I'm saying like on the on okay. the wrapper though. It or is band. technically probably a half an inch big. So I wouldn't say it's that big. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I mean, well, it I'm depends saying, on what your standard of big is, Mark. <laughs> a half inch horse does not seem that big. 55 times. <laughs> I see the joke of the night. I I caused it, so that's my fault. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read it. So you did, you know. <laughs> but I said it on air. And but so we're both to blame. Yeah. Now Aaron has made it go. Yeah, you know, what do you get? Yeah, a lot of nice flavors you here. Do? You're getting uh you get a lot of funk. You're getting it's it's really um it's really got nice nice flavor. The last time I smoked this, it burned beautifully. Mine is burning a little unevenly, but still a lot mm. of smoke, nice smoke, not not a ton, but very nice smoke. Um it's got a bit of like a dark woodiness to it. And no spice whatsoever. Yeah, no spice. I, I was about to say a subtle a subtle woodiness, a subtle mm-hmm. um cedary. Like yeah. This is the exact opposite of like that uh that, Oh the Velicari. That one, like where it was all wood. This is right. subtle wood. Yeah, that so was, was the Candega. Yeah. She didn't like, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking complete opposite of the birthday blend. It is the complete opposite <laughs> of the birthday blend because I can still presently feel my face. <laughs> Are y'all tongues still hot from that? Are y'all yes. bitching about it still? Yes. It's not, I'm not still hot from it, but I'm definitely still salty from it. Yeah, I'm going to be salty for a while, I think. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to be salty until exactly when they bury me. I set them aside, so I'm not touching them for at least a year. Mm-hmm. So they're they're buried away. You allocate one for me because I want to know in a year if it's still that hot. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll hot swap or trade with you or something because I want to know. Yeah. Maybe we can figure out something. I got some I got some sweet-ass LFDs in my humidor that, that you would probably be interested in. Seems like a fair deal. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying the flavor of this one. This one would go well. I'm not drinking. I'm drinking water. Um, but this would go well with like a nice IPA, maybe even like a sour, like what you like. Yeah, I'm a big sour guy. I could see a little. Uh, I could see a little Duchess de Burgoyne. See, I, I was thinking a nice bourbon would go excellent with this mm. nice woodford would pair really nice with this yeah i'd probably you'll probably bring out more of those those woody, woody notes and, yeah. yeah cedary notes i mean any bourbon is really going to do that with you i mean if you get into the the woodford 1792 full proofs stuff like that i mean you know elijah craig barrel proof that type of thing so that is yeah. like all that is all over my head like i i don't right. Well, drink. I don't know any bourbon. Honestly. You know, we've talked this. If you guys want to do a bourbon episode, like I can talk the bourbon. I'm no expert, but got a sure. pretty got a pretty respectable little collection going on here. I, so. My uh, my brother had to go down to Houston, you know, and he was staying with a friend, and he was like, "Hey, I want to get her a bottle of bourbon. What do you recommend?" I was like, "Um, hold on." <laughs> so I got uh, I sent him a Blacksicans uh, list that was like a hundred deep. I was like, "Pick one of these." You'll yep. be good. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting rock towns. I'm like, all right, still good, but not technically bourbon, but it says like Arkansas bourbon on the bottle. Yeah. But I was like, okay, well, she definitely cannot get that in Houston. I don't believe so. Maybe. Nope. I'm pretty sure she can't though. But, uh, right. So that in fact is going to be one of my, uh, my truth is fact statements. Oh, bourbons 
not blended or malted in Kentucky are not bourbons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, that's a classification of the name. Yeah. But you got Arkansas bourbon, Tennessee bourbon. Like, technically, Jack Daniels is bourbon. Is it? Technically. Mm-hmm. By all technicality, it is. Even though they don't put bourbon whiskey on the bottle, it's Tennessee whiskey. It is a but it, bourbon. But do they use the barrels only one time? I believe they follow, they follow all the rest of the standards. They follow the bourbon constrictions. Yes. But isn't like a sa- it's a sour mash, isn't it? Uh, no, Dickel's sour mash. Yeah. I thought I thought Jack I, was my uh, understanding of, and we can talk about this. But my understanding is it's water that comes through the slate mm-hmm. that is in the region, and that's what makes the the bourbon bourbon. But and, and I that is also my understanding. Yeah, yeah. So. The Tennessee whiskey is specific in that it's. Uh, it's the coal distillation process, yep. the charcoal Listen. distillation process. Right. So that's what makes Tennessee whiskey specific to other regions, just like what Mark is talking about makes Kentucky whiskey specific to Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Although I think Jack goes through the same shale, but they, they have a slightly different finishing, I think, is, is the... Uh, Which is that charcoal distillation yep. process. Yeah, exactly. So right. technically, is, Arkansas is bourbon Jack. is not... Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. Even bourbon. though it is bourbon, it's not bourbon. And so my but truth is fact is I mean, it's not I mean, bourbon. I mean, maybe they're just trying to create their own. Like you got Kentucky bourbon, you can have Arkansas bourbon. I, yeah. Maybe pick another name though. I'm just saying. Vermont. Most. I don't know. I think most people in the brown liquor community would argue that it's not bourbon. Yeah. But technically you can put whatever the hell the you want in the bottle. liquor community. <laughs> See, I'm I'm pro like clear liquor community. Ron Swanson, clear liquor is for rich women on diets. <laughs> I like my gin. Well, I mean, forty seven monkey forty monkey, monkey forty seven. Monkey forty seven. Yeah, I'll concede that point. It's very oh, good. Yeah, so damn some good. bourbon with strength. It's the best, or some gin with strength. Some gin I mean, with excuse strength, yeah. me. <sighs> All right, you want to pause and smoke a little bit of this and come back? Yep. All right, we'll pause. All right. Um, single note, yeah. but a lovely single note. Not a lot of changes, but it is consistent. Mm-hmm. My wobble, you know, I said it was smoking at a pretty significant angle, straightened out. Yeah. It really, I mean, I got no complaints about the draw on this cigar. Draw is perfect. The draw is immaculate. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the flavors on this thing are... They're not necessarily my number 10 out of what I look for in a cigar, mm. but I'm also far from complaining. This it, It's weird for like me. I, I love like the stank, that that old book and everything, like I say, but then I also like that super spicy punch in the throat. Yeah. And this one is, it, it all depends on what I'm feeling that day. And this, like this one works well for that lighter side, but has that... It's a very it's a flavor that not a lot of people will like, yeah. But once you, you know, smoke this one and a few other ones that are like that, this is you know what I what this is reminding me of. I think you've had it since for we haven't had it in a while, but it's that um, that Florida Sun Grown. Oh yeah yeah yeah. This is what that th- that's what this is reminding me of. It's not as extreme as it's that. Not, that that one is like super like mothbally. 
Yeah. This is subtly, but th- it's I'm getting I'm getting that Florida sungrown vibe off this. It's not as extreme as that. Um it is that FSG is medium to full. Yeah, and th- this would, is pretty medium body. I, I would put it medium at the top. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this is the top being medium. I completely agree with you there. So that FSG's definitely got more to it, but it's also you got to consider a larger cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, the the smallest Vitola of that thing is, you know, like a box pressed 54 or whatever. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, in the 40s. Yeah. So what is the uh, what is the blend on this? Do you have this pulled up? I the do. sizing on it. But yeah, that FSG is going to have more to it just simply because you have well, more tobacco that's a box content. Press too, isn't it? And it is. Uh, some of them are. So the the limited edition FSG or the small yeah. batch FSG was box pressed. And there was a torpedo too, wasn't there? Yeah, and then there was a regular round ring gauge yeah. in a couple different sizes, all the way up to a six sixty. Which I think. that box press and the torpedo, I think, were the were mm-hmm. the best ones of the lot. The box press was the one I preferred. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Mark? So it's a it's forty eight ring gauge box press, six six inch length. Wrapper is Ecuadorian. Uh, double binder. Costa Rican and Nicaraguan. Costa Rican. Filler is Costa Rican, Dominican, Republican, and Peruvian. Peruvian. Um, the strength is medium to full. Body is full. Really? Um, made in Costa Rica at the IGM factory. A little more about this cigar. Um, it's uh, a $17 cigar, $16.99. Um, it's sold exclusively at... The Maximar Ultimate Cigar Lounge, located in the city of Orange, California, um, through their online storefront, Small Batch Cigar. Okay. So I'll contest that a little bit. I do not see this as a medium to full and full body cigar. Yeah. It is a it is a collaboration between uh, Castaglia and um, um, Daughter of the Wind. Okay. So. I don't. I don't get that uh, that strength and body out of it. I think it's medium at best. Um, granted, I smoke a lot of strong mm-hmm. stuff, so maybe my palate skewed yeah, a little see, bit. I mean, we that. were all smoking something beforehand. What were you smoking before? I was just smoking a, a Latelier uh, Traveler. Okay, and so I was doing the uh, Cracker Crumb Circuit. Right. So we're both on the fuller side. So maybe, maybe if we didn't have that, because those are definitely yeah. going to be on the fuller side. That Traveler's medium. A little more spice in that one. A little bit. That cracker crumb is full all yeah. day long. But yeah, I mean, three quarters is pushing it on stuff for me. But I mean, it's also, that's, I don't want to say subjective because that's what the rollers are, are aiming for. But for me, I guess personally, this is more of a medium front. Yeah, especially with it being an Ecuadorian wrapper mm-hmm. and then um, Costa Rican, what did you say, Ecuadorian Costa Rican binder, right? Yeah, Peruvian. Yeah. I would say that those two, Didn't those three aspects alone, stand to to it being medium body because you don't see a lot of full bodied stuff come out of those regions, aside from like maybe the Camacho, Ecuador, and then maybe the uh, the the Avo Ritmo, because it has Peruvian and Costa Rican in it. Yeah, but that's not an Ecuadorian wrapper. No, that's, that's a uh, Brazilian. I believe. It's Brazilian. Yeah, Brazilian stock cut wrapper. I think. So it's not. Uh, but it's I'm wondering if that, if that Ecuadorian is where you're getting a, more of that funkiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because other other than this and that remote, I don't know of anything else that really has Peruvian in it. 
But it's it's going to be a Peruvian filler, so you're not going to get the full blast of flavor off that. But since we've done the the University 101 with the binder, you know how much the binder can definitely attribute to that. And this is what double binder. binder. It's Costa Rican and, and Peruvian. And, uh, Ecuadorian. Ecuador. It's Costa Rican, Costa, Costa Rican and Nicaraguan. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. So we did have a Nicaraguan binder mm-hmm. in the cigar university or tobacco university. Um, there was no Costa Rican binder, no. obviously. No. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Um, a Nicaraguan binder. There were multiple Nicaraguan binders. Yeah. She had the Jalapa, the Condega, the um, Ometepe. Ometepe, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that was Yeah, it. I think there's three reasons. There was a Dominican, Dominican and, and uh, the first one, the real cedary one, <laughs> wood, wood binder. Well, the first one was Jalapa, Condega, Esteli, Ometepe, and Dominican. Yep. But uh, burn-wise, I've got no issues Mm-mm. yet. Um, on the So it is a double-banded cigar, so Mark's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, on the lower band, there is a nice glop of uh, um, pectin. Pectin. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how that pulls off. You already got yours pulled off? Yeah, mine came off flawlessly. I probably got about another inch or so to go before I get to that. Yeah, Mark, what are you uh, what are you thinking? You've been pretty quiet over there. You just enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, Got it, his hat it, flipped back. It, I do. Dealing with frustrating emails at the moment. Um, the um, flavor is very consistent. Is mm-hmm. one note. Yeah. Um, it is a it's a richness that I like. It is. It's got a nice flavor. Um, I don't. You know. I I get the. Um, I don't know if earthiness is the right, f- but it, it's that sort of um, complexity that I lo- like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not complex as in it's changing, but it's a it's a it's a richness that I like. Um, I'm not sure, you know, when these guys start talking old book versus mothball, I don't know, <laughs> but um, it's uh, it's got a nice sort of funky taste that I like. This is exactly what happened the first time. I just sat and enjoyed the cigar. Didn't change. It burned flawlessly. It has a really nice, not overpowering, but pleasant. Um, Are you getting any woody notes out of it? I get a little woody, but not, I imagine you guys are getting a lot of wood if I'm tasting it's, any wood. It's subtle. It's subtle cedariness, but it's not a lot. It's it's just enough to know like it's there playing, Yeah, but it's not overpowering. I, I can't, it's overwhelmed I mean, by the musty. Yeah. Musty's very strong on this, so um, yeah, it's it's just <clears throat> that that er, that complexity, just uh, or that richness, sort of all through it. And I I really enjoy this cigar. Yep. So we're gonna smoke through our break because we're gonna do a new little um, thing that uh, Mo came up with, and but it's uh it's my opinion is fact. My opinion is fact. So you're gonna say an opinion that you believe is fact. Um, I'll go ahead and start. I my opinion is metal music is the hardest to play, but is the most unappreciative music out there. The hardest to play. You mean as compared to like as classical a, cho- cho- like yeah, Chopin, like classical or Bach, or or like um, 
country or rap or something like that. Like true metal musicians like okay. um, uh, uh, Unleash the Archers, which are all master musicians, I believe, sure. in their own right. It is complex musically, and I imagine it is very challenging to play. I would, but I think it's the most un- underappreciated music out there. So your argument isn't that it's the most complex to play. It's that it's the most underappreciated I believe, no, I, I music. believe it's one of the hardest to play. But you got to think, the drummer one is of. doing multiple. The guitarist is sure. playing sweeps with palm sure. beats and everything like that. But it's looked at in a negative connotation because they think it's... It's just noise. So I'm going to disagree with you simply because I have always thought that jazz music would be the most difficult music to play. Granted, so much of it is improvisation, but I find that being able to make improvisation work and mm, it's hard to say it like this, but makes sense. Yeah. So I know it is improv. So what's your definition of most uh, challenging to play? Is it complex musically like there's a lot of technicality a lot of technicality a lot more technicality because you got to think like a because i would i would argue you want to you want to you want a challenge um especially now of course but be on stage with prince and follow along with prince while as he makes changes on the fly that you better be a damn good musician to do that right right but i think precise musicianship and changes on the fly but when you say when you talk technicality probably it's probably up there with classical music I, yeah. like jazz drummers are by far one of the best drummers out there but well, i think I, jazz I think drummers and question of that and like metal drummers they go hand in hand i don't think they could play each other's style but i think they're both well, technically the hardest there are stylistic differences but i agree that the skill sets are similar yeah. so i think i would go jazz drummers and then the next two classifications would be prog rock drummers and metal drummers. And I think they, Which those are in their same box, just same different box, compartments. different compartments. But yeah, I think there's a lot of complexity. Um, sure. Okay. I, I get your point underappreciated for their musicality. I, I get that. Um, some, some are, I think, some I, I think if you get rid of the vocals in a lot. Yeah. It'd be a lot more appreciative. Um, some, yes. Some some are some are not, but that is my opinion, and it is fact. I don't know that it's fact. I, <laughs> I would argue that some bands are very musically. Uh, that's true. Some bands are not at all. Okay. So what is yours then? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat the one from last night, which is my opinion is karma is real. Yes. That's my opinion, and that is also fact. That is fact. I'll agree with that. Um. <clears throat> and my second one is you got to get up to get down. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. What do you mean by that? Yeah. You got to, you've got to get moving to have things happen. And so it's, it's obviously a classic song that means you got to get up to, to get down, meaning you got to get up to, to be hip. But I take it as, and I always use it as a joke, but you got to, you got to, you got to start acting to make a difference. What's that? Uh, uh, Huey Lewis, you got to be hip to square or whatever. Did you just fucking quote? He quoted Huey Lewis. <laughs> Fair enough. Kids like, got surprises. I like me some Huey Lewis in the news. I saw Huey Lewis in the news. It seems like it would be a good show. 
I mean, his, his, his heyday was probably around, you know, Back to the Future times. Late 80s. So. He, he closed the with the times. same song that Eric Church does, which is a great closing song, which is uh, Jackson Brown's Cocaine. No? Uh, Stay, which is one of the great oh, yeah. closing songs of all time. I, because uh, I believe uh, Dave Matthews Band closes with that one as well. Yeah, it's just a perfect closing song. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's uh, it's slow and everybody can sing along and it mm. describes the end of the show, <laughs> right? So, but yes, he, he was great, and I could tell a bunch of inappropriate stories, which I <laughs> I shall refrain from. All right, Josh, what is yours? I got two actually. Um, oh God, do I need to make another one as well? Maybe. Uh, my first is, uh, and and you know we've talked uh, we've talked shooting on the podcast before, uh, but. Guns don't, guns don't miss people miss. Okay. I'm a firearms instructor. I've worked in that capacity for a long time. I've seen a lot of people blame their, their equipment. I I think you would probably agree with me as a, you know, professional carpenter. Mm -hmm. It's a poor workman that blames his tools. So here would be my rebuttal, I guess. If if, if you, no, I do not buy shitty tools. If you are dead on, you know, you're dead on your gun looks like it's dead on, but the eyesight is off. Is that the gun's fault or your fault for not changing the eyesight? Uh, so, yeah, line of sight. I mean, obviously, you have to make sure that everything's right and tight for you mm-hmm. because every person's different. Yeah. But in, in So, in like, my, I couldn't shoot with your gun. You're hitting dead nuts. I, mean, I take it because our, our line of sight might be a little different. So, so I play it like this. If you vice that piece, you mm-hmm. know, rifle, handgun, shotgun, whatever you want to play it, it doesn't matter. It's a universality. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you vice that piece, it shoots straight. It's built to shoot straight. Yeah, so it me, comes from the factory and it doesn't shoot straight. That's a mechanical difficulty, but that's a very, very small margin. Mm-hmm. You vice that piece, it shoots straight. I've seen more people blame their technology or blame their their hardware, um, their 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 piece or whatever you want to call it, uh, whatever euphemism you want to associate with that. And they go, oh, you know what? I just got to sight this thing in better. Yada yada yada. You know? Okay, I got it. But it's you. Yeah, it's you. If you if you can't settle into it, if you can't feel it, if you can't if you can't manipulate it, that's all you. The thing comes from the factory. If you vice it, it shoots straight. The uh, the the greatest story that involved me and a gun was when I was taking my concealed carry license. The lady that was taking it with me asked the instructor if it was legal for her to now pistol whip somebody <laughs> because she has her license. Jesus, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like you're about to give you're about to give yeah. license this lady. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, you got, I just, I handle so many people like this, you know, between, you know, shooting instruction and, and, and combative instruction, stuff like that, and military and all that jazz. I just, I see so many people that want to blame something other than themselves when in reality it's the mechanics that are wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that's my first one. Uh, and I, that seemed to prove out. A second one for me is going to be uh, chili when you add beans is no longer chili. Oh, totally wrong. No. Chili with beans in it is not chili. So, it's okay. stew. So, okay. So, chili to you is just a bowl of meat. It's, it's you know, appropriately seasoned and whatnot. But, yeah, of course, <laughs> yes. So, it's Once funny. you put beans into it, it's no longer chili. It's funny. So, I, I did a post on our Instagram about a week ago or so. Mm. And I was like, chili, beans, no beans. Mm. 86% said beans is chili. Well, 86% of people can be wrong <laughs> at least once. So, I... It comes down to the people who said no. It's a very regional base. Yeah, and it is that. the majority of people that said no is Texans, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I am a Texan. Well, yeah, but I don't see. No, because, you're not. Because what, I am. Because what I see is like. Um, Where'd you grow up? 
Well, I grew up in Arkansas, but I was born in Texas. Well, that's... Where were you raised? Let's go with that. Or was I raised? Yeah. It's half and half. Okay. So I was like, I was... I have as much claim to Texas as you do to Kansas City. So I, I crossed that threshold. I still consider myself... I was raised in KC, so I'm still a Kansas Cityan. Mm. But I have now lived in Arkansas for more time than I lived in KC. But Likewise. I was, but I was raised in KC. Likewise, yeah. So mm-hmm. I can see that. But but like like a chili Colorado or something like that, like in Texas, that's what they consider chili. Something yeah. with chunks of beef and stuff like that. To me, that's a stew. When you have chunks of... No, this is ground. Okay. But I'm saying like they also think like chunks of a asada mm-hmm. in... A chili is a chili, but that's more like a stew. But this is what we're doing. This my opinion is fact. So. My opinion is fact. All right. So and also right. haters gonna hate. Yeah, haters, haters gonna hate. hate. Okay, but so are you are you like totally anti bean? Like you won't you don't like it? Oh no, it's not that I don't like it. I think you just you should call it what it is. <laughs> do yeah, it's a stew. I don't care. I like it all. Um, <laughs> I think that your first one though brings up one of the truisms in my life. One of the, the opinions that I hold is, is facts that I think is one of the most important things that I have in my life, which is you should always look at the one thing that you can change in your life when you are looking to change something, which is your behavior, right. your actions. And so when you're looking for something to change, don't change the gun, don't change the tool, don't change other people's actions. Change your action. It's the only thing you have control over. Well, it's I, the only thing you have. I deal with a lot of people who are uh, in some capacity timid or afraid or something like that. And I've, I've never really talked about this on the podcast, but in some capacity, there's there's association with with you know firearms that, that makes people timid or afraid. Sure. Uh, and that, that that's good because you should be reverent or respectful of what that, that is, um, obviously because of the implications of what it can do, the capability it has. But I tell people this all the time. um, It doesn't affect you. You affect it. Yeah. You have the right to make decisions and make changes. It it's inanimate. It doesn't affect you. You affect it. And, and the, the minute that people come to realize that the world gets so much easier. It's a tool. It's a tool designed Mm -hmm. to create, great damage yeah absolutely that's and it has to be approached with the appropriate respect due to that Um, but but ultimately the moment that you let it start to affect you you've you've already lost yeah i agree you you have to affect it yeah Yeah. no i i find people who say that it isn't isn't a tool to that causes great damage then i i go you miss the point of what they're designed to do. Um, but they are a tool yeah. designed to create damage, great damage. And you need to treat it as such. Well, the minute it becomes more than that, you know, politicized or moralized right. or, or right. whatever, all of that stuff. But um, you need to treat it with the proper level of respect. That's yeah. That's, that's beyond what just it should that be. level of respect. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Amen. I feel like I should throw in a second one now or something. You can, if you want. What do you got? You can, you can, we can do this one. If 80% of the cigars that you smoke are bougie, you're a fucking bougie cigar smoker. Well, I mean, we all know that Aaron's bougie. I I totally, yeah. I I don't know if I, he doesn't dress bougie. I don't know if I agree with that, but I accept That's from, I think, (laughs) I think think Norm, I think Norm came up with that. That's the 13th amendment or 13th, uh, um, 
the 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 thirteenth. Uh, uh, what is it? <laughs> commandment. Yeah, commandment. That was part of what Moses brought off the mount, but he dropped the second ten, so we didn't get that one. Second, second ten, to second five. Well, he, there was ten, and then he dropped five, and then he dropped five more, and so we only have ten commandments. <laughs> so it's, from like, the, it's from the. I, I mean, I I admit my wheelhouse of cigars that I enjoy personally is bougie as fuck. Are in the higher end stuff. Oh, like you're bougie the, as fuck. The fifteen to twenty. That's what I. You're, oh, you're bougie. I agree. I'm budgetarily limited. Yeah, it's just you're just bougie. I enjoy like the twelve, the eight to twelve, eight to fourteen dollar range. But I prefer. What I personally prefer is sure. the now, 15 and up. I, I completely agree with you, but don't get me wrong. There's some banging $8 sticks Oh, God, there. yeah. I mean, there's yeah. tons. Like, look at well, the... Well, it was Norm and Steve Papp the and I were on. Wow, $8 on the nut. That's Steve great. was smoking a bundle cigar that was a really nice cigar, something I had smoked. And some we were talking about, there's nothing wrong with smoking that. And Norm pointed out to him, hey, dude, just saying, 80% of what you smoke is pretty bougie. It, it's one of those things like smoke what you like. Yeah. First and foremost, if you like all the flavored infused, have fucking at it. Yeah. Because again, I've said without those smokers, we wouldn't have Liga. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't have Opus. I, if I could only smoke Davidoff, fucking A, yeah, sign me up. But I don't have pockets like that. So yeah. I tell people that if we didn't have the curly head, we probably wouldn't have Opus. Yeah. Yeah, and we, I mean, we, and we sell those curly heads, yeah, by the handful, by the bundle, because they're not. I mean, it's four twenty five. Yeah, out the door, it's four seventy five. It's fucking good. And you know, that's an assumption. Like we don't know what Fuente or or Liga, excuse me, Drew Estate's business model is. That mm-hmm. might not be true. If you eliminated asset or I curly head, so. they may have been able to well, come no, to Liga. I think or, Drew has said, like, yeah. you know, without, I think it was Fabian. Mm. Like without the acid line, you know, Liga you wouldn't have Liga. Wouldn't have Liga. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wasn't there for that, obviously. So I, I don't want to make assumptions on that piece. But at the end of the day, I'm inclined as a, you know, person that works in the somewhat corporate world. I'm inclined to believe that your lower price performers drive your high end products. Yeah. So that that seems to be. A, a check mark across the board for everybody. And I don't I th- know why the scar industry be different. And I think they go more per volume. Oh yeah, absolutely. for the acid stuff. Well, your ROI is is uh, mm-hmm. return on investment is significantly better for your lower price stuff. Oh God, yeah. I mean, the yeah. margin is way more than you know what you net off a of Liga or well, that, certainly that Opus. stuff preceded the other stuff. So yeah, it yeah. set the framework for it for sure. Yeah. So we vamped long enough. Have you come up with another one? Um, brown mustard or stone ground or however you want to call it, which I love is fucking gross and inferior. I'm not not sure. And inferior to just plain. You never had stone ground mustard with a brat. Plain Jane yellow French's (sighs) is the best on a brat. See, you got to realize I've never mind. I can't say that. That's, that's just the best. That means throwing some, uh, some sauerkraut. Just some plain yellow mustard. You don't need that like grape upon bullshit. I know. We, would you like some grape upon? They don't. They, uh, don't, they don't make nothing better. I know. I know that you and Mark are both proponents of the the mentality that the sausage should should stand on its own. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, a little mustard on some sausage, some no, stone my, ground mustard. Uh, I like stone, I like both mustards. It's it's. I like mustard on my fries. 
to quote Eric Church, and I do like mustard on my fries. So I like. You're a weird I, I agree human with being. you. I like yellowed mustard, but I also agree with him. I like stone grown. Isn't it mustard. like a northern thing I to like, have mayonnaise on fries? I like sometimes I like mayonnaise on fries. Ugh. It's like a it's, it's be a weird thing, We're but on I the same like page there, Aaron. I like That's mustard gross. on my fries. Okay, mayo, Miracle Whip, mayo, Miracle Whip's too sweet. None, neither. I'm a, I'm a no on on either. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm talking about some island. freaking. Oh, what do you call it? I'm what's, I'm Miracle Whip. Really? Yeah. I'm a little olive oil. Hellman's, Hellman's mayo. Wow. Hellman's. Yeah, Hellman's or blue label. Bougie. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the good mayo, the mayo. true mayo. That's the, the, uh, the Jimmy John's mayo. Mir- Miracle whip is, is superior. It's not mayonnaise though. Cause it's, sh- it's, it's like, cause it's, they it's pour sugar bread. in it. And yeah. Crack. Sandwich spread. Yeah. But, uh, but there's like paprika in it. It's, it's just nice. like, you see like a little red, red subway stocks. bread doesn't qualify as actual bread because of the amount of sugar. No, it's like classified as cake. Yeah. It's not actually bread. But mayo, uh, Miracle Whip is not actually mayo. Yeah. yeah but yeah, that's a, a few of the things I want to just test out there. I think that was productive. Yeah. All right. So I took both bands off. Uh, the one that had the Likewise. glop on it was fine. Uh, the second one, uh, f- a small, tiny fucking flake of wrapper came off, but it's, Mine, it's my not top, much of anything. My top, the one closest to the burn came off and, and actually pulled a little of the wrapper loose. Um, it hasn't really impacted the burn at all. No, mine hasn't. Um, I'm being... Um, um, a little pretentious. <laughs> um, when I say that, the, the the burn has been great. It's a little uneven now, but I'm enjoying this cigar. Mm-hmm. It is still same note. Yep. Musty, for sure. All right. Yep. All right, well, let's pause real quick, get some uh, numbers, and we'll, we will be right back. All right, that was a quick one um, because there's really no debating about it. We all had our own nuances to it. Um, so, Mark, why don't you go ahead and start us off? So, on construction, um, it was it was a good scar. It burned nice. It had a fairly easy burn. I had very little issues. A little flaking towards the end. I had a 4-3. Sorry. <laughs> Just spitting. Sorry, yeah, no, I got a big old <laughs> mouth of tobacco right there. <laughs> I had a 4.3 on construction. Well, since you just had tobacco mouth, what do you give? Yeah, I, I gave it a flat four on construction. Uh, you know, not really any draw problems or whatsoever. Mm. It's pretty slanted for most of it. And I just got a big old mouth of tobacco near the end, which somewhat expectable slash excusable or expected slash excusable. But yeah, I mean, a flat four on construction, mostly because it drew pretty slanted and... To be honest with you, it's also pretty hot. I mean, for me, it's been pretty warm the entire time, and I don't necessarily care for that. That's a affect of it being such a small ring gauge or forty-eight ring gauge, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's uh, I think it's fair. Yeah, I'm going four and a half. Um, no stems, no draw issue. Perfect draw. I really liked it. Um, just that one little bit of. Uh, I mean, they they put so much fucking glue on these bands nowadays. Yeah, glue glue. But it, I think it's almost to the point where, like, they kind of have to because it is such a hard box press. Yeah, I mean, you got to hang that because you got to bend the band. Yeah, but I, but at the same time, like, do they band it and then box press it? Because it's a, the band followed, like, you know, pull it out. It's followed the thing. 
or do they band it after the fact? That's I think they band it after the box press. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not sure, but I that's how I've seen all the other ones do. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, you got to use so much fucking pectin on those. Um, little flake, not bad, but four and a half. Uh, I think that's I, generous. I, I went with a four three on taste. It was one note. I enjoyed it. Um, it was consistent. It was rich. Um, not the most complex cigar I've ever smoked, but it was it was nice. Yep. Yeah, I did uh, three seven on flavor. Um, it, you know, it, it is very one note. That's not normally the type of cigar I'm drawn to. I like at least a couple transitions in there, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, also, this is not really a flavor profile that I'm drawn to. It, it's sort of out of what I prefer. And again, you you all know this if you listen to our reviews, but like the flavor piece of it is pretty subjective it to is, what we yeah. prefer. It's 100% subjective. And so while I could see this being something you would really like, Aaron, mm-hmm. because this is absolutely your flavor wheelhouse, mm-hmm. it's it's not mine. And it so is. I think that's, you know, kind of where I stand. I'm I'm kind of done with it at this point, yeah. and I wouldn't really be reaching for it again. That being said, if this is your jam, mm-hmm. this is your jam. And this is my jam. Um, so I'm going for, um, I love the flavor. It's really nice. Um, I'm either one end of the spectrum or the other. I like really full, slappy in the face, peppery, spicy, or I like this funkiness that you get with this. But like what you're, to, to add on to what you're saying, I'm, it, it's almost it's almost boring because there is no transition through the whole thing. From the first light all the way to here, yeah. it was the exact same. And for a $17 cigar, yeah. I would like to have a little bit of a something somewhere, whether it be the, you know, the second third to the last third. Like it's, it's not any stronger than it was. It is definitely hotter. I I totally agree with that. It's like warm. It yeah. is like it is warm the whole way through. Temperature wise, not spice wise. Yeah, not yeah. spice wise. Temperature wise. Um, but it's good. But it's just. But four is. I mean, that's one point from for from perfect for us yeah but it is really good but it's just that for 17 dollars i think my number would stand even at 12 bucks to be honest with you it just it's not even that it doesn't have transitions as a piece of it and i'm not trying to dog the cigar out like i think i think it's a good cigar don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong i mean you know i got like a a what seven seven on this so it's a you know average to above average Mm -hmm. cigar like I, i would stand by that all day long but it's not this, even that there aren't any transitions. There are no layers in that one note. Like it's not, it's not heavily woody with the stank and some mm-hmm. cocoa or earth or pepper mm-hmm. or something on top of it. It's, it's pretty much this, you know, funky mustiness. And that's kind of what I'm getting from, from foot to cap. It's yeah, it's the same. So if it had layers, I could see, I could see it being in that four range. But for me, because it's one note, one layer, no transition, mm-hmm. that's kind of where my ratings yeah, stood. I mean, and, yeah. and because I like that funk and that, that stank so much, that's why it is a little bit higher yeah. on mine. But to make it even more higher, throw in a little of, of something mm-hmm. like it, it, I don't want to say it has richness. It has a nice creaminess to it. Yeah, it's but, smooth. But to me, it's not like rich. It's almost bland is the absolute worst word to use for this, but it's it's manila. It's just, yeah. it's there. It's a good smoke, but it's just there. Yeah. But um, I agree. So eight uh, an 8.2 overall, I mean, that's, 
Not bad. That's good. Oh, anything with an eight in front of it yeah. is is a solid. I mean, it, you know, I would standing for sure. I would, since we just had the whole thing where you know this price range is in my wheelhouse, I would buy it again, but it wouldn't be one I go to all the time, just because mm-hmm. I would buy something that has either a transition or a little stronger or whatever. I would have to want this cigar to buy it again, or I would want to pair it with something specific to mm-hmm. this flavor mm-hmm. to bring another layer into that. And I think that's where we might be missing out on it because this has, this is a nice base to bring something to the party with. I agree. Like, like the IPA or bourbon or something else. It would be an easy pairing mm-hmm. simply because you've got one note out of this to pair so many different things with. Yeah. But also too, like this is a lighter smoke and everything. I, I consider lighter that it, it says it's three quarter full. I, whatever that is on that one. But this is, this also isn't one that I would recommend for a new person to smoke because it is such a distinct flavor too, that you're not going to, you're not, everybody's going to enjoy that. Yeah. That stank, that, that funkiness that you get from it. But for us, you know, for the most part, it's, it's pleasurable, but yeah, that $17 price, that is where it's, that's the kicker. That's a little bit of the, Ooh, you know, it's good, but you know, for seventeen dollars, you can get uh, Anniversario two thousand or two or Anniversario number three. Damn near was was that like twenty two? Yeah, twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, yeah. So never mind on that. But, but I mean, you could walk into a late hour or a Winston mm-hmm. classic for nineteen or an Escurio yeah, for, for that yeah, same price. Yeah, so point. for just a couple bucks more, you get something with a little more complexity the black series davidoff stuff yeah, yeah you could get into that all the white stuff is going to be you know 24 plus yeah you get the uh was it the yamase yama uh yamasa uh, yamasa that i mean that's just like flavor all over the fucking place yeah, for you can the, get into those for 20 bucks yeah. yeah for for almost the same price any other cigar names you want to butcher ah there's plenty there's plenty plenty <laughs> you <laughs> just name, fucking name one but you know, you could get into the you know, you get into the Ritmo for fourteen, fifteen dollars at the Torpedo mm-hmm. Larga size, you know, the, mm-hmm. the primo size of that stick. Like and that's and or so many things. Or like if you can still find them that Florida Sun Grown. I mean it's yeah, eighteen dollar stick, yeah. That's a that's a Drew Estate, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um which I don't even know if they make those anymore. I think that I don't mind. I think a, it's I don't know. I don't want to speak to that. I can't remember spe- I know we don't have any more. Yeah, we don't. But, um but uh yeah, I mean it's good. It's um, it's solid eight two. I mean, you can't can't yeah. can't fault it on that. They say anything with an eight in front of it's definitely respectable and above oh, yeah. average. So, yep. yep. Uh, a little bit of a uh, combo show, a twofer, twofer, yeah, two days twofer there. Twenty four hours later, <sighs> you like that? Another another review next week. Yeah. So um, next week is going to be March, correct? Uh, March is going to be full of reviews. Yep. I believe we're doing three. On top of uh, four or five normal shows, um, there's going to be a lot. Yeah, we got some catch-up to play. There's a lot of shows uh, in March that's going to be coming out. Let me just look at the uh, calendar real quick. Because there is um, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four Fridays. So four normal shows. You'll have three. So you'll have a minimum of seven shows in March. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of smoking, which I'm, I'm down for. Agreed. I'm okay with that. And it's finally we're I think we're rounding the corner of the shitty cold weather. It was in the sixties today. It was beautiful. The yeah. snow is all fucking gone. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh nothing left. So we're gonna be back to uh 
I can finally enjoy my outdoor, watch some TV, some college basketball. I got, got, you know, the, got the tournament starting soon. Yeah, man. Going to be enjoying that. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to uh, be a wrap for the hybrid show of uh, episode 98. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Well, we will see everybody next week. Be good. Stay sharp. Later. Thank you.